Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Hi and welcome. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of Saturday Strategy, the original podcast for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. I'm Johnny and I'm your host and we've got lots of information as usual uh, in this episode. So if you're driving or just getting on with other stuff, you'll find the links in the show notes. Or better still, subscribe to the Saturday Strategy weekly email news update. Now, it's a tough time and I think the magnitude of the pandemic that we're going through is starting to really bite. And for many of us, um, imagining what the post-apocalypse um, view of our business is going to be is is troubling. So we're going to be thinking about uh, what we can do right now to um, work on our business and work in our business to be able to equip ourselves to best serve this changing, um, rapidly changing um, working environment. <music> So today we're joined by Jill Chitty. Jill's a former actor, so really understands the psychology of engaging with people, with an audience in a very real way. And we're going to be doing some more work on that in these in these podcasts. But for today, Jill's going to be talking about her business and, and what that means to us as business owners. Um, she's developed her position as, an, as a LinkedIn expert. She's had a lot of experience of working with companies, particularly through growing their business through their online presence, um, using LinkedIn as a primary tool. And I've been uh, going to a couple of Jill's networking events and find them really helpful um, and, uh, and and inspirational, really. So I thought it'd be good for Jill to come here and uh, share some of her thoughts about what we could be doing right now and particularly using LinkedIn. Um, Jill, hi, welcome to Saturday Strategy. Thank you very much, Johnny. Great to be here. I think you heard that's a little bit of an introduction just there. And uh uh, and given where we are and what we're going through with um, with our transformational change, we're, do, we're doing ten, worth, 10 years worth of change in 10 minutes, I think, at the moment, aren't we, as a business? Mm. And we're all having to reinvent ourselves. Um, and we're, we're a bit like rabbits in the headlights at the moment, I think. I think that's very true, Jill. And perhaps uh, if you could, you know, you've heard the introduction, perhaps you could just lead us into that subject the, um, the way you see fit. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a really, really interesting time for business owners. It's going to sort out um, and divide those that are willing to step up and do something different or those that are saying it's time for us just to sit on our hands and do nothing. And this isn't going to be gone in 12 weeks. The, The coming out period of this, is going to last for at least six months. So we actually have to get ready now. So I'm going to give you some things to think about, plus some really, really practical things that you can be doing. Let me, if that's okay, Johnny, let me just talk about what's actually going on in this situation. Is that all right? Yeah, that'd be helpful, I think, yeah. So I I think most of us are living in a huge amount of uncertainty And that's breeding fear. We are starting to um, hear of businesses going down or people losing all of their businesses. Uh, We're starting to hear of people that are getting the virus. Uh, Maybe we've even heard about somebody that we know in our vicinity that that died. So it is getting really, um, really fearful for people. And the danger is when we're running a business and we're operating operating out of fear, it actually disables us. And that's what's going on for our clients as well. 
So as business owners, we we have to stay a step ahead, as always, in front of our clients and be that guide, that hero, leading them through this whole situation. So if you understand who your clients are, if you understand what they're about, what motivates them, their values, you're going to do really well at this. If not, don't worry, because there's plenty of opportunity for you to discover that. Because what's going to enable you to become the powerful business for your clients is really understanding what's going on in their heads. Because as a business owner, we want to be the guide in our market as well, not just with our clients, and take them from fear to hope. And the way that we do that is by stepping up as leaders and leading the way, but also by being creative for doing different things. And most of us have got a lot more time on our hands. We're at home. We're not going out. We're not traveling. We're not doing the things that we normally do at the moment because of the restrictions. So have a think about what might be going on in your clients' heads, your market's heads, and what they're going to need, what those thoughts will be challenges will be bringing and step up and start to speak um, answers and ways of them doing things that will help them navigate through this period okay um, I use I use the analogy and I think you use a different one Johnny but I use the analogy be that life raft mm. um, that people are hanging on to because you're you're speaking into what's about to happen you're being the guide and saying, watch that boulder in the road, turn right, this is the best way to go. Mm. And we are leaders as business owners, but it's time to step up to an okay. even greater volume. So Jill, if you could help us to map this out, if I've got a blank piece of paper in front of me right now, what should I draw in the middle of that piece of paper? Or what should I write in the middle of the, that blank piece of paper to, to be sure that I can think differently? Yeah, fantastic. So always at the centre of everything as business owners, we need to have our clients' um, results and lives and um, thoughts there. So my first step would be to have a think about what's going on in the minds of your clients. And if you can discover their thinking, you will know, because you're outside of their, their lives and their business, you'll be easier, you'll be better able to see what the next steps are that they need to take to start moving forward or even for some businesses not everybody is going to be really struggling in this period to to gain greater momentum and to really snatch some opportunities throughout this time so that's the very first thing that you need to be thinking about. You need to understand where people are emotionally because that's where people are reacting and often that's where people get stuck. Okay. Then we need to be looking at what marketing we're doing. Um, we can't market like we did just two weeks ago <laughs> because it will seem totally inappropriate. I've been looking at some of the... Um, sponsored posts and adverts going out on LinkedIn that were probably set in place six weeks ago, three months ago. And they're totally out of place now because it's just not appropriate within this context. And 
that's a key word. You have to mark it within this context. So you can't avoid the C word. Um, you, you have to build your marketing around this new atmosphere that we're all in. Um, so, you know, things like getting excited about your book launch or that your book's arrived, you know, it's a big moment for us as business owners if we do that sort of thing. But actually, for our market, it may well seem totally inappropriate. Mm. So if you're doing old-style marketing posts from just a few weeks ago, or you've got your scheduler on, turn it off and rethink what you're doing. Mm. And start messaging and communicating with people from within this context with what's going on in their heads. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying, I think, is there's no place for any self-indulgence at the moment, is there? No. And what I'm definitely not saying is don't sell. I think, well, with my clients, we had, um, I had a group call with one set of my clients and we were mapping out um, some easy ways for them to make offers to their market because not everybody is struggling, not everybody is strapped for cash, Actually, people have a lot more time on their hands. Some people will have a lot more money. You know, if um, if you normally get a taxi um, to the train and then you've got a, a train ticket in and out to London and you're not going into work, you're going to have a substantial amount of more money mm. in your uh, at the end of the month in your bank account. So, you know, don't lock into the fact that you because because of what the news is saying that everybody's going to be on 80%. Some people have huge savings. Some people just have a ton of money in their accounts anyway. So we need to be making offers every day to people. And just this week, I've got three new clients. So it it just goes to show people still need your services. Mm. People still need to be led. People still are craving that whole connection of being part of something. So when you're thinking about marketing your business you you always have to tag it back to what's going in your client's mind and it's very simple because this context is all in your client's mind yeah okay and and speak out of that Mm. what does that mean jill so for example um in fact that's how i met you johnny i couldn't sleep the um sunday a couple of sundays ago um, as I saw this unfolding, I actually self-isolated a week early on the back of um, a shocking conversation my brother had with a very good friend of his who is an expert in all of this and world-renowned professor in all of this. And she said, self-isolate straight away and get your family, particularly your elderly parents, to do the same. So I had a week to think, gosh, this is real. Um, and up to that point, I've been thinking, oh, gosh, everybody's really letting this get out of hand. So big lesson for me. Mm. And I woke up Monday morning really, really early. And I did a video to my um, my network and saying this sort of thing. Things have got to change if you're to survive. Um, we've got to bring our clients out from fear to hope. And um, there's three areas that I shared about. And I said, if you want to know more, I'm going to be starting a, a networking meeting for people, that, business owners that are stuck at home that just need that 
more person to person, even though we've got a screen in between us connection. And I'll be navigating that way for you. Mm. So that's, I mean, I've added about 173 new people to my network just from people connecting because of coming along to the the networking. Yeah. So it's about offering and speaking into um, what's going on at the moment. Uh, another post that I did was, please, please don't stop selling. We actually have a responsibility, I think, to sell to people and to serve people as well as still to buy if you're able. I'm not saying if you've lost your business completely, you should still be going out and buying, but we're all going to be part of this broken economy yeah. afterwards. So we we need to keep making offers to people. Um, and actually, that was quite a divisive uh, post because some people were saying, oh, I needed to hear that. Other people were saying, I think that lacks integrity. One woman, not only did she private message me on LinkedIn, she emailed me because she was furious. But actually, you know, we sometimes we just need permission to go and do the things that we probably know we should be doing. Mm. So posting within that context. Now, this context isn't going to last forever, Johnny. We know that at the no. moment we've been given 12 weeks to isolate. Pretty soon people are going to get bored of all the coronavirus um posts that are out there and we'll move on to something else so it's about spotting the trends that are as they change and staying in in step with those i agree i think there's a um, there's a there's an expression that says don't um don't sell what you can make make what you can sell and I think uh, we're in a we're in a great position to be able to do that as small business owners because we're the agile ones. I think that the people are going to struggle the most are are the large corporations. I think they're going to really struggle to adapt. And um, and uh, we've got a great opportunity as a small company to 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 really respond to the market and do the right thing. And by doing the right thing, that will that will set our business in a good position. Is, is that is that the essence of what you're trying to tell me, Jim? Jill? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because. We have to make decisions really quickly now in circumstances like this and shift. So I've added two or three different new services that are essentially the same, but they are offering something in a slightly different way that matches what's going on in the current circumstances. And as a bigger corporate, you can't make decisions quickly. So, you know, as as you're sitting in the dark room thinking about what's going on in your client's mind, you can think about um, being the answer to some of those situations in their heads. We are seeing some great businesses shifting. Um, I saw a post yesterday that said Dyson is now making... Ventilators. Um, ventilators, I was going to say inhalers. Yeah, mm. ventilators. That's great, you know, that there's that creativity and innovating going on. But we can do that too. And it will keep our businesses alive. Plus, it makes us feel bloody good in the process too. Mm, mm, definitely, brilliant, Jill. So I've got these. I've got these. I've got this bit at the centre of my paper with my customers written on it, and then I've got a load of things coming off it, which is about what they're feeling and thinking emotionally. And then I've got another bit coming off, which is about how I communicate with them about how I do my marketing differently. And so this is all good strategy stuff. What 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 can we be doing in practical steps? What should I get up tomorrow? Not tomorrow, it's maybe Saturday, but what should I be planning over the weekend to think about my first job for Monday morning to to start, you know, addressing the market and communicating my message? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think if you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn and do please come and connect with me. It would be great to have you on as part of my network. But people are craving connection, so it's a fantastic time for people to invite somebody into their network. Um, I'm getting more connection requests than ever um, this week because people are sitting at home and they're on social because that's the place that's alive and and moving. So find out who your um, current network, current market is. In the search bar, you can put accountants, for example. If um, my ideal clients are accountants, I would put that in the search bar. Maybe you just work in uh, a local area, so you put your local area in the locations. And you'd click the second connections because they are people that you're not already connected with. And you can start to look at people's profiles and think, yeah, they have the potential to be a new client or they have the potential to be part of a wider network um, with my ideal clients in, which means as I connect with those people, I get access to that person's network. So I've got 13,000 in in my network and connected to 13,000. So when you connect with me, you get access to all of those 13,000. And then I've been messaging people. This isn't the the day anymore for just connecting and collecting a big network. You want an engaged network. So just on a really personal level, just message people as you invite them to join you as a connection. And when they've connected, just talk about what's current and what is, you know, what you're both going through, which is this isolation mm. at the moment. Um, those are the common synergies for us that we can talk about. And you will find then, just like in a, a normal face-to-face network, that somebody says, so what is it you do? Who do you serve? Uh, and you start having conversations around business then but if you go in and sell straight off people will just delete you quite right Peter. Mm. yeah okay so um i think that that that, that empathy is going to play a big part there isn't it and being sympathetic to people's concerns and fears but at the same time you know we are in a in a business situation aren't we um yeah. Okay. What else? What else? Um, what else, Jill? What? What? What would I? What would I be doing next? So I've I've built my network, and how do I? How do I then take that that initial contact through to making a making a pitch in in super quick time? Well, do you know what I? I think the great thing that I discovered over the years about why I love LinkedIn is because I hate selling, and with LinkedIn. If you've got all of the um, various different features of it right, people just naturally discover you. So if you've got a little bit of time on your hands, you want to look at your profile and ask yourself, is it A, really representing who I am? B, is it keyword rich? Because that's how people are going to find you. What are they going to be sitting down at their laptop or on their phone, putting in the search bar? And looking for people for and see is it really all about them if you've i'm just looking at yours actually johnny if you've got um a profile and particularly your about section that really just speaks about you and your business and what you do then they're going to be less interested but again if you speak into their world if you're 
that fly on the wall that knows, intuitively knows what's going on in their head, then they start to emotionally connect with you and see you as part of their, their future, as part of getting results. Okay. So getting your getting your profile right is really key. It's a huge step on LinkedIn to be doing. Brilliant. Um, how, just as an aside, you're looking at my LinkedIn profile as your. I am. Book. How does that score out of ten? Um, I would say there is plenty of room for improvement. There, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't that wasn't quite as nice as I hoped you were going to be to me, but anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Jill, have to be honest. Jill, listen, I feel like we've only really scratched the surface of this subject, so um, it might be it might be good to perhaps share your details um, in in the show notes about how people could maybe jump onto your pop up networking events. I know they're happening on Thursday mornings, aren't they? So um, I think yeah. they're a really great place for people to start, and possibly if they're wanting to take. LinkedIn a little further I think you're doing a, a what do you call it what's your group called I have a, a LinkedIn launch pad if you're fairly new to LinkedIn or you've got a smaller business and uh, that's a, a really manageable way to start investing in your learning okay and what we'll do Jill is I'll make sure that all of those links are attached underneath this uh, underneath this podcast and uh, Jill I, I think that's really useful information and uh, and you know echoing exactly what we're trying to tell people at the moment and and what we're trying to do ourselves is to show a bit of leadership and and be helpful and uh, guide people um to carry on amazing good job jill thank you very much my pleasure good to speak to you johnny yeah so that's it for that episode um great information there from jill i'm sure you'll agree so thanks very much for sticking with us to the end if you've got any feedback and want to reach out you can always find me on WhatsApp using 07977437360 and that's my personal mobile number. My diary is also open. If you've got a problem in your business and you just want to chat it through with somebody then uh, then we can fix up a meeting and I'm happy to help you through that difficult time. Thanks again. Until next time and remember if you enjoyed this and want to hear more please do hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast.